You're listening to episode 125 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, which is all about financial fitness and paying off your credit card debts. So if you have about $10,000 in credit card debt or more, just like I did, then this episode is for you. Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Commages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing, it is. (laughs) These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. So I finally paid off the first of my three credit cards and I want to share with you how I did this. If you've followed along so far, then you'll know this is part six of the financial fitness journey that I have shared with you throughout the 2019 year. This episode can definitely stand alone to help you along your journey, but the story will make more sense if you go back and listen to parts one through five and there's so much valuable information in there, the different strategies, the different tools, the different steps. I highly encourage you to go and check out the links in the show notes below for those so that you don't miss out. Now I wanna answer some of these questions for you today. How did I accumulate 10K in credit card debt over two years time? And I'm asking these questions because I had to ask myself these questions and I'm sure you've asked yourself these questions. 
Um, what is a push week, which is what I kind of termed my week to really get this last bit paid off of my first credit card. How long does it take to pay off a credit card? What strategies did you use that were most effective? And now what? So to answer these questions, I'm going to have to do a quick rewind and explain the scenario. In May of 2017, I completed my four-year commitment with the Air Force and started my own business as a personal trainer and nutrition coach, i.e. I became an entrepreneur. <laughs> At that time, I had a personal checking account, a personal savings account, and a personal credit card. Once I knew that I really wanted to pursue coaching as my main business, I decided to open up a business checking account and a business credit card. This put me at two credit cards in total in 2017. The third credit card came later on, and I will get to that. Over the past two and a half years, I ended up with a little over $10,000 in credit card debt between my personal and business credit cards. I invested in coaching courses, assistance, traveled to Disney for my book research, and I put a lot of my bikini bodybuilding show prep and travel expenses on those cards. If you're not familiar with show prep, it's very expensive, but that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> now, I don't regret any of those expenses, but I did not have a proper strategy built in at that time to pay those cards off as money was coming in from clients. For a while, honestly, I just dipped into my savings that I had from the military and just paid off my credit card every month or close to it, just to feel like I could then put another several thousand dollar expense on it. I was not looking far enough ahead, and that has been an expensive learning curve for me. I've really had to work on my money mindset, and I still am, but I was so fixed on, if I invest in these things now, I'll get the immediate payoff. And in some ways, I did get a payoff, but the immediate payoff was not necessarily a monetary one. So last year, around this time, I had just finished competing in my last couple of shows in June and July, and I had tentatively wanted to do a third, but simply realized I was not only burnt out from competing, but I really didn't have the money for it, especially since I was paying assistance to help me with my book and to travel with me and just... There were just too many things going on. So I also had just bought a new vehicle because my last truck had met the end of its time and I simply realized I could not pull any more money out of savings and continue down this path. For a while, I had thought, well, my back's not really up against the wall and I don't have to make a major change yet. I can come back from this. But my days were numbered as far as my spending habits were concerned, so I decided to take what was left of my savings and place it out of reach in a Roth IRA account and have someone else that I trusted manage it so that I couldn't just dip into it whenever I needed a little bit to cover up my bad habits. So essentially, I had to put myself up against the wall and I forced myself to make major spending habit changes. So what changes did I make, you might be asking? <laughs> well, there were items I needed to cut back on as far as spending, and there were areas where I needed to find new ways to bring in more income. 
And I came to the realization that while I enjoyed having an assistant to help out with the administrative work, that was not necessary at this point in time for me and for the next phase of my business and financial growth. I needed to focus more time on the actions within my business that were actually bringing me money in. And for me, this was not the book. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. It's a fun side hobby. It brings me a little bit of money every month, but not enough at the moment to put a larger focus on it. I also realized I was spending about 20 hours a week working on podcasting and social media, and that is also a lot of time to do something that's not bringing you money in. Um, You may have noticed that I'm not on Instagram making daily posts anymore, perhaps two or three times a week, and I'm not uploading podcasts twice per week anymore either, which totally bums me out because I really love this podcast, and if I had the extra time and the income, then I would be spending more time on it. So I do look forward to getting back to that point, but it's just not right now. I also cut down on my travel and am not making more travel plans to Disney until I have that money saved in my account so that it does not go on my credit card if I don't have the money in my checking account to immediately pay it off. And then some of the other little things, y'all, I was definitely, I was so focused for a while on You need to take care of you, which I still am, but I was getting my nails done. I was getting manicure pedicures like one to two times a month. I was getting massages. I was getting facials. And that was really, really great for my stress levels and for my body. Um, But that was a lot of extra. I was probably spending, you know, a couple hundred, you know, probably like three to five hundred dollars a month on things like that. And while I would, again, love to be in a place where I'm doing that, it's just not realistic right now. And so I've had to cut back from that. And, you know, it was it was hard at first. I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to see that my nails aren't done. I mean, I've had fake acrylic nails for like 10 years. Maybe, actually, maybe longer. I've had them since high school with the exception of the military and a few years in there. But I was really worried that like that was going to affect my image. Guess what? <laughs> Nobody has noticed, nobody said anything, nobody cares about my nails. They're still fine. <laughs> They're just not painted. It's totally okay. Anyway, that's like side tangent, I guess, but all those little things that you do for fun, those might be ways that you can cut back. So, it it was it was hard to do at first, but now I'm like, "Oh, no big deal. Like, I don't need that expense." So, it was a good transition to make. Now, outside of cutting back in those areas, the biggest changes have come from adding in new revenue streams, and this came in a couple waves. One, I decided to become a part of the Prove It Ketones network marketing company, and I absolutely love and support the science behind this product. I had not planned on this being a revenue source, but as the product is something I believe in and have used every day since about March of this year, it made sense to integrate it with my coaching business. Number two, I had to do some mindset breakout and meaning that I was had thought, and this is in quotes here, I'm an entrepreneur and I will never work for anyone else again. That was kind of my mindset. 
And really, it does kill me a little bit inside when people say, why don't you just go get a nine to five? It'll be so much less stressful. (laughs) Well, perhaps I like being in charge of my own schedule. But the truth is, even if you're working for somebody else, whether it's another small business or a huge corporation, that's not any safer than being an entrepreneur. That job could go away in a day, a week, a year, because at the top of that business, somebody's an entrepreneur and they have to manage the money coming in and the money going out. And if they're not doing it properly, your job might not be there either. So it's, you know, it just totally depends on the person, but I had to really break out of that mindset. Easter weekend, I decided to apply to be a waiter driver because I needed some extra cash each week to cover down on a few things. And I didn't want to invest a whole lot of time or energy learning a new skill set. So I was like, I know how to drive. I can go pick up food, drop it off. No big deal. Won't take any extra energy. So this was not ideal, but it did bring in that income stream that I really needed at the moment. And I was able to stop when the situation no longer worked for me. I then also happened to fall into working for a boutique fitness gym that I've trained in for several years now, and I feel like quite an entrepreneur within that business, which is a lot of fun. So that's the very quick rundown on the three big income changes that I made. So cutting back was essential, but adding those income streams was the game changer. In addition to receiving some help from my husband when he can pick up an extra overtime shift. So until those additional revenue streams came in, I was kind of just breaking even plus a tiny bit more. So while I was quote unquote making it and getting by, I saw that spending $9.50 and paying off $10 as a strategy, while very effective, was going to take a very, very long time to pay off those cards. And I was paying anywhere from $45 to $80 in, in monthly fees on those cards. And this made me mad. And uh, not at the credit card company, but at myself for not focusing enough on finances previously to be able to prevent this. If you're anything like me, sometimes I need to spend a lot of money to figure out the answer and a way to pivot my life. So I have some expensive habits, unfortunately. (laughs) But I learn from them. And when I learn from them, I make the changes and, and I move forward. This is where I went from treading water to actually swimming. While month to month, as a business owner, you always see fluctuations with income, there are a lot of constants and ways to project what your income will be-ish for months to come. So I've read a lot of money and business books this year, and I've spent a lot of time looking at my bank accounts, (laughs) a lot of time working on spreadsheets on the computer, and it's definitely paid off. So I sat down, and again, this took hours and hours over many weekends, and it's a continuous and recurring action. So I sat down at my computer with a notepad, and I wrote down tentatively what I would receive and when from each client or revenue stream, and I compared that with my bank accounts. I was able to chart my income and major expenditures in my calendar and figure out what my bank account should tentatively look like each day and how much I could put toward my credit card while also keeping money in my checking accounts to pay for bills. Pro tip, 
do this in pencil because things will change. <laughs> when I had done this before the summer, I had figured out that I would be able to pay off my business credit card by the end of July. With everything that happened in my life this summer, I ended up having to push that back until the end of August, which is okay. Money-wise, I was excited though, because I could see that light at the end of the tunnel for paying off the first of my three credit cards. Oh, and I didn't explain yet where I got that third one from. Around the time that I was driving for waiter, I decided with my interest rates and monthly payments, they were so high on that business credit card, I made the decision to find a third credit card that had a $0 transfer fee and 0% interest fees until December of 2019. So I made the decision to get that card and I was able to move $3,000 from my business credit card to the other one in order to lower those monthly fees on the business credit card. That was a terrifying thing to do. I really did not want a third credit card, but it ended up being a really great decision because I currently, I pay off the minimum on that every month, but I don't have an $80 fee on my business credit card. I mean, that is just like, you can handle like 10, 15 bucks here and you're there, you know, but $80, you notice that chunk come out and you're like, oh man, that could have been like my food money for the next week and a half, or that could have taken us out to dinner or, you know, that could have been a lot of other things that covers part of a bill, you know, that's, that's a good chunk of change. So I had I had to make a decision there. Back to paying off this business credit card. I had everything scheduled out for the month of August and especially for the last week, which in my head I called a push week to ensure that I really kept my focus on pushing toward that goal. I determined with every payment that came in, I could take half of it and put it directly toward that credit card and then keep half in my account for bills and weekly payments like food and gas. So it's crazy. At some point, you really have to have faith that the plan you have worked out is actually going to work, even if it doesn't happen the way you expect it to happen. That push week, which was last week, for me did not go as planned, but I still made it. Every day, something changed with the income I projected to receive. Either a client was sick, or a last-minute cancellation, or the payment was pushed back. I mean, every single day. But at the same time, I also had clients or income streams come through a week or a few days earlier than expected. And because I kept my focus and stuck to my plan, I am so proud to say that I did pay off that business credit card. And it's been at zero balance for a little over a week now as I'm recording this. So as of now, I feel like I've hit the waterfall or domino effect and I am in a place where I have my strategies and I can see the results coming through. My personal credit card is set to be paid off by the end of October and that third credit card that I moved money over to has been a holding space but it will be paid off by the end of November. And that's perfect because it would have started charging me interest fees mid-December, so it's perfect timing. My main strategy is already mapped out through potential client payments and income streams through the end of the year. Every time I receive money, it's a no-brainer. Half of it goes towards my credit card, a quarter of it stays in my business checking, and one-fourth of it goes into my savings account. And there you have it. 
So approximately $10,000 in credit card debt can be paid off in less than one year if you take the action steps to look at your situation realistically and figure out where you can cut back and where you can add in new revenue streams. I'm going to bring you two more financial fitness episodes this fall to update you on paying off the second and third cards. If you are working through this scenario yourself, then I want you to know you have the tools to succeed and you are not alone on this journey. That is going to wrap things up for today. I know we've done a lot of talk this year on financial fitness instead of personal training and nutrition and exercise and supplements and things like that. And we're going to start adding more of that back in. I know it's been crazy, so I just want to I just I want to appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking with me and for listening and if you're just if you're going along this journey with me and you feel any any anything resonate with you that I talk about, whether it's the money side or something about food and nutrition, or maybe it's, you know, sleep health and, you know, getting to bed early or waking up early. Let me know. I, I love hearing from you and I want to know what you love and what you want to hear more of. So for me, this year has largely been focused on I need to keep my stress down by making sure I cover down on my finances and stress plays such a huge part in in your fitness levels and how you handle your day and how you handle your emotions. And so I know I'm not the only person going through this because I have heard from some of you. And so I appreciate that feedback and, and I'll keep pushing this information out as long as I know that it's helping you. So I'm going to leave it there. I want you all to have a wonderful weekend. It is Saturday morning as I am recording this. And I'm going to go and uh, <laughs> go work on finances. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym too. But that's all wrap for today. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. The energy to create this episode of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast was provided by Prove It Ketones, which are a naturally fermented exogenous ketone that gives me a crazy amount of laser focus and mental clarity. Exogenous ketones are basically an energy source that you can only tap into from a nutritional standpoint if you are utilizing the ketogenic diet, which can be difficult to adhere to. However, with Prove-It's nutritionally advanced technology, you can mix these ketone salts into your water, shake it up, and enjoy the many benefits of your body being in ketosis for approximately three to six hours at a time. If you are skeptical or cur your curiosity is piqued, then good. I invite you to head over to danny.proveitnow.com slash keto 101 to learn more about ketones and how they may be able to enhance your life. Again, that's danny, D-A-N-Y-E dot proveitnow, P-R-U-V-I-T-N-O-W.com slash keto, K-E-T-O 101. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message 
This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.